0: Welcome to the force of habit podcast, a kick ass space for the woman of color on her journey to becoming the most powerful version of herself. Here we talk all things mindset, routine and transformation. I'm your host, Chantel Taylor, nutritionist and weight loss coach. Come hang out with me, go grab your headphones or blast me on your morning commute. This space is just for you. Here we grow. What's up ladies and welcome welcome back to a brand spanking new episode of force of habit so I want to go ahead and Apologize in advance. I am sick right now And so I sound a little nasally a little stuffy So, or maybe you don't hear it Maybe it's one of those things that like I only hear because I'm sick (laughs) but if I do happen to sound like a congested mess today I wanna apologize in advance for putting you through this torture, but I still wanted to record an episode and get it up. I didn't wanna wait uh, you know, for a few more days until I felt better because I feel like today's episode is such an important topic and such a good one. So today we are talking all about the scale and how to develop a healthy relationship with it. I've told you guys the last couple of weeks that I just finished recording a brand new phase in my program, She Trishin, um, that's called Real Life. And one of the lessons in it is called Conquering the Scale. And I think it's such an important lesson because I truly believe that the scale is at the center of a lot of self-sabotaging habits and stories. It's something that I coach my girls on all the time. And so I truly believe if that you can develop a healthier relationship with the scale, you're able to track your progress in a way that doesn't like hit your self-esteem every week or every two weeks or every month, whenever you do weigh in. And I also think developing a healthier relationship with the scale really brings down the anxiety and the overwhelm and the frustration in your journey. And not only does that help you lose weight easier, but it just helps you feel better when you are losing weight, like when you are in the process. I think that's such an important part of your weight loss journey. It's like actually liking the process because we know that weight loss is not just like, it's really not just about your weight. So much development happens on your weight loss journey, mentally, physically, yes, but emotionally and spiritually as well. And so this is something that is really important to get a handle on as quickly as you can because if you don't, you'll probably find that you live and die by the number, by the scale number. And so this episode um, hopefully kind of gives you some things to start thinking about. Maybe start calling out some of the things you're currently doing and some things you can start changing little step by little step. So I'm excited. Let's go ahead and jump right in. So chicken nugget number one, when it comes to developing a healthy relationship with the scale is to first and foremost is to stay objective. Your weight is just data. Stop attaching a story to it. What does that mean, Chantel? I feel like I am staying objective about the scale. Chances are you aren't, because here's something that I hear all the time in nutrition. The scale is triggering right now. And so I'm not weighing myself. I'm avoiding the scale because I know if I get on it and, you know, I'm not losing weight, then I know I'm going to like, you know, not want to do my stuff. I'm not going to want to do my weight loss habits. And so I always tell my girls that you don't have to be weighing in every single week or every two weeks or three weeks or a month to begin to develop a healthy relationship with the scale. You do not have to be on the scale using it to realize if your relationship is unhealthy with it. And so one of the early things that I teach my girls on in nutrition and what I coach them around is to stay objective about the number. The scale is just a piece of metal on your bathroom floor it's it doesn't talk doesn't say anything about your weight you hop on it and it pops up a number the scale itself isn't triggering the thoughts you tell yourself when you get on the scale and it doesn't say what you want it to is triggering and so like you hop on the scale it says 180 it says 200 And you start telling all yourself these things. I'm so bad. I've been busting my ass and I haven't even lost any weight. This is pointless. I'll never be able to lose weight. I knew I couldn't do this. All of this is for nothing. I need to just stop, right? You create this whole story about like how you can't lose weight. You start talking about your body and then you blame the scale for it. And the scale sitting there like, "Uh, I didn't say none of that, (laughs) You, hey, you are saying all this stuff. I'm not saying anything. And it's true. The scale cannot talk and call you names and tell you you're doing this for nothing and that you're fat and that you'll always be this way and that this is too hard. You do that. You are telling yourself that. You are creating the story. You are creating the narrative. And then when you create the narrative, and it triggers these really shitty feelings in you, what do you do? You blame the scale. You say, "Oh, I can't lose weight." I or I can't weigh myself. It's triggering. It's triggering because of the thoughts you're telling yourself. Anybody would be triggered by that. You hop on the scale, your weight pops up, and then you create this like diabolical story, start calling yourself names, start beating yourself up, start doubting your journey, and then blame the scale for triggering you make it make sense. And so what that tells me and what that should be telling you is that you are taking the number that the scale pops up at you and you are making it mean something about you. 180 doesn't mean anything. Like 200 doesn't mean anything. 250 doesn't mean anything. There are people all over the planet at those weights that feel perfectly happy and perfectly healthy. You are making that number mean something about yourself. And so one of the very first steps to developing a healthy relationship with the scale is getting aware of what you're making that number mean about yourself. I have my girl's journal on this. Like write down what are the thoughts you're telling yourself when you hop on the scale, a number pops up and you don't like it. Get really present right there. What are those thoughts that start popping up into your head that feel like automatic? When you get aware of those thoughts, then you can start to change them. But let's have a really real conversation about why the scale is so triggering, right? Even when you start to get aware of those like thoughts that you begin to tell yourself, the root of those thoughts comes from you trying to get as far away from the number you are currently at as humanly possible. So you're creating a bunch of negative emotions around your current weight. And when you have a bunch of negative emotions and thoughts and feelings around your current weight, you try to distance yourself from that as far as possible. But what you may not be realizing is that if you don't start to get aware and change those thoughts and emotions now, those feelings are just going to follow you when you hate your weight and you are desperate to get away from that number, you will do a lot of shitty things to your body to speed the process. Restrictive diets, cleanses, cutting out your favorite foods, like hiring trainers that are like whooping your ass five days a week. And like, it's not fun. It's not enjoyable. You're hurting all the time. You're sore all the time. You're putting your body through the wringer because you don't like where you're at right now. But the fix to that is not forced body positivity. I don't think forced body positivity is healthy or helpful. Whoa, what do you mean, Chantel? So like, if I hate my current weight, the answer isn't like loving myself? No, it's not. I don't think it's genuine. Here's my problem with body positivity. Is that I think that, like, you know, loving yourself and loving your weight is great if you genuinely do. But here's the issue when you go from not liking yourself, right? Or not liking yourself, but like not liking your physical body, like maybe you don't like um, the fat on your belly or your thighs or the cellulite, whatever. And then you're just like, oh, I love myself now because people are telling me that I should love myself. It's not real. It's not coming from a genuine place. And so I don't teach body positivity. Like in my program, I'm like, listen, if you if you want to do affirmations that you love yourself, that, you know, you love your the fat on your, your back or your thighs or like whatever your specific problem, and that's an air quotes, I'm doing air quotes, you can't see me, problem area is, if you want to do affirmations on that to, you know, try to love them, go for it but I don't think that's the first step. I think body positivity is the end result. And you guys know me, in on this podcast, on Instagram. My secret <laughs> to getting my clients, my members, even people on Instagram who never joined the membership or listen to this podcast and they lose weight. My secret to that is helping you guys take the first step And just trying to get to level one instead of jumping and trying to beat level 20. Body positivity is level 20. That's where you end up. But level one is being body neutral. You do not have to love your cellulite or love your rolls or love the extra fat if you genuinely don't right now. You don't have to force yourself to love the physical parts of your body, to respect your body and how much work it is putting in for you right now. Your body is sitting there, keeping you alive, getting you around. A million things are firing off every second for you to even be listening to this podcast and understanding and comprehending what I'm saying to you. Like it is getting you upstairs. It is your heart is beating, you're breathing, it's processing your food. It's like so many mind-blowing things are happening in your body to keep you alive, to keep you as healthy as it can. And then you go home get on the scale and you rip your self-esteem to shreds because progress isn't moving the way you want it to. Holy hell. Your body is sitting there like, oh my God, what did I do to you? I've been busting my ass, keeping you breathing all day. I've been breaking down all this food, sitting here, balancing your blood sugar, shooting you up with dopamine and serotonin so you're happy. You know, I'm helping you concentrate, keeping you focused, I'm comprehending, you know, all the tasks you've got to do today. Damn, what did I, like, it's literally sitting there like, oh my God, (laughs) I've been working so hard today and you're beating me up right now. That's like what I, you know, in my head, how I envision it at least. And I used to do this. I used to do this. I used to literally drag myself over the scale. I used to tear myself down. I used to say the shittiest things to my body. And my body was just sitting there, like, waiting for me to love it. At the very least, step one, be neutral about it. I didn't deserve, like, three-fourths of the things I was saying to myself. And your body doesn't either. It's working very hard for you every single day. And so you don't have to love how it looks to be neutral about it, to respect it, to just say, you know what, I don't like this extra fat on me right now, but I respect my body for being my body. I respect my body for trying I respect my body for when I do try to get in movement, when I am cooking, when I am making healthier, more conscious decisions. I respect my body for helping me out, for doing the heavy lifting. When you are able to be neutral about your body and to just like at the bare minimum, respect your body for just being a body. Oh my gosh. Do weigh-ins start to have like, so much less anxiety and drama around them because you start to look at your body for just, you know, a, as a body and something that you can change if you don't like, but it doesn't mean anything about you, about your ability. That right there, like this tip right here, honey, pretty life changing. And so then you're able to create this like safe space for your body to make progress to lose weight without the judgment without the shame without the bullying like we are our biggest bully sometimes like a lot of the times we are way harder on ourselves than other people are and so when you can just get aware of that and start there through respect and neutrality, eventually comes love, right? Admiration. But you got to start at your level one. And so step three to developing a healthy relationship with the scale is understand that the scale is just one data point. Is it data or is it data? I wonder which one it is. <laughs> You're like, Chantel, doesn't fucking matter. Finish the point. <laughs> the scale is just one data point. It's not the whole picture. Measurements, photos, and non-scale wins all contribute to your weight loss progress. And ignoring those means you miss out on the real growth that's happening right now. Because you're hyper-focused on what the scale says, when in reality, it's just a small piece of the pie. When I do SOS coaching in nutrition, and SOS coaching is like we have a place in the membership where if someone needs like mindset coaching or like, you know, they have a, a question or they want to be coached that day, maybe they're having a really tough day and they're really struggling with something and like they need to hear from me that day. A lot of the times it's always like, not a lot of the times, like there's a great chunk of SOS coaching that I do that's on weigh-in days and you know a member is like oh my gosh I just weighed in I've been busting my ass like and I didn't lose weight or maybe I only lost a pound and I say okay give me the full picture what are measurements saying do you have pictures what are pictures saying what are your clothes saying how are you feeling right now and they're like well I lost three inches off my waist and." My clothes are fitting a little looser and my skin has been really better and I've had more energy and I'm sleeping better. And I'm like, what? Hold hold on. What? (laughs) What? That is amazing progress. Amazing progress. But look how we just skimmed over all of that because the scale didn't say what we wanted to say. We put so much of our like validation in the scale. The scale doesn't validate all the wins then they're not wins. And it's like, that's not true. These are the wins that not only have a direct impact on your physical appearance, right? You lose three inches off your waist, you're slimming down a lot. That's like physically. I see that with my eyes, but the scale didn't reflect that. And so then it just didn't happen. No, no. Sometimes our weight loss journeys can be really difficult and grueling because we think we're not making progress when in reality, we're just ignoring all of the progress that's happening. We're like ranking the progress and like measurements and photos and like clothes wins and like how we physically feel, it's at the bottom and the scale is at the top when in reality, we need to switch that. The wins that have a real impact on our lives And, like, I always say, like, I always look at measurements before I look at the scale because measurements show you a direct correlation on the physical body parts that are making progress, that are physically shrinking. And so I look at that before I look at the damn scale. The scale will spike because you just ate a little more that day or like your food was a little denser that day or like you haven't pooped in like your usual poop time. Like the scale is just so freaking fickle. And so yes, we like to look at that to check in with it. We like to make sure we're we're tracking accurately, but the scale is just sometimes it's there. Sometimes it's not. And like, I would rather focus on the physical parts of my body that were making progress that were changing before my eyes Before I gave the scale all of my power and all of my happiness to say what I wanted it to say. When I stopped only relying on the scale, my life and my weight loss changed drastically. When I started picking up all of the wins that were like affected my actual life, I became so much more optimistic about my weight loss, which helped me stay more consistent. But I was getting really self-aware of like how I was progressing. When I was shaving off time off of like my mile walks, when I started to know like slight definition in my core, when I started to feel how much stronger I was, when I started to have more energy, when my skin started to clear up, when i started to take heed and and uh, and get really aware of like wow my life is improving my weight loss journey got so much easier and i want that for you too i want you to be able to weigh in and be like you know what the scale didn't really say what i thought it was going to say or what i expected it to say my measurements are moving, I'm noticing like definition, like in my thigh or my calf or my core, I feel stronger. Like I'm getting up the stairs and I'm not like fighting for my life out of breath at the top of them. Like those wins matter because they actually affect the quality of your life. And when you're able to put them into perspective, you just stop putting so much importance on the scale and it stops having so much power over you and your mood. Like how many of you weigh in on the scale and it literally dictates like how you're going to show up and feel that day. Like if it says what I wanted to say, I'm going to feel great. And if it doesn't, oh my gosh, I'm going to be in the worst mood and I'm probably going to like sabotage my own journey the rest of the day with my food. And so we really have to stop giving it so much power. And I know you can do that. So that wraps up today's episode. I hope it was helpful. I hope I gave you at least one aha moment today that helped you look at your weight and look at the scale in a different light. And I hope you start practicing them. To recap really quickly, to develop a healthy relationship with the scale, number one, you got to stay objective. The number is literally just a number. And it doesn't take on a meaning until you give it one. Two, you don't have to force yourself to love your body, but you do need to figure out how to respect it everything that it's doing for you in this moment and number three the scale is just one piece of the pie it's not the whole story there's a lot of different chapters and you know stories in your book and the scale is only a very small piece of that so I hope you start to think about these things I hope you start practicing a few of them Because I know if you do, not only is your weight loss journey going to have so much less anxiety around it, but you're going to just feel better. And that's the most important thing when it comes to weight loss. It's like, yes, weight loss is important. That's the goal. But if you lose weight and feel shitty the entire time doing it, then you probably won't keep the weight off. But also you just have a miserable life experience. And like, that's not fun either. I hope today's episode was helpful. If it was, you know what to do, girl. Go ahead and give me a five-star review. Let me know what you loved about it. Or you can find me on Instagram and we can talk a little bit about it in my DMs. I love talking to you guys over there. Every week when the podcast episode drops, I always have like a flood of DMs. Um, and we chat it up. So I'd love to hear from you over there on the gram. And if you want to take nutrition meal planning for a spin and try out some amazing new meals this week, go ahead and head to the show notes and click that link and grab your free meal plan over there. And until then, I'll see you next week, boo.